Aren't you tired of the same content, the same subjects, the same phrases, the same delivery? It's weird at this point. Media Den wants to change that. You deserve a platform that will give you variety and a high-quality audio experience. And you can't forget a timely show. Media Den provides short-form podcasts that trim the fat without destroying the details. Now, you don't have to feel committed to what everyone else is talking about. Just niche shows that won't just interest you, but save time. Stay up to date with all of our shows by subscribing anywhere you get your podcasts. Media Den Network. It's all in the content. This episode is brought to you by Only the Real Entertainment and Media Den Productions. Real hoops, what's going on? I'm back. Uh, we had the NBA draft. Let's get into it. You know, I'm gonna cover my heat first before everybody. I'm biased. <laughs> so we get the number 18 pick, and I'm interacting with the homie producer of the network cam on Twitter because he passes up on the pick that I want. Uh, and they get um, they get Mr. Hood. Uh, and we could get into that a little bit later if y'all like. Uh, and I tweet out Cam Whitmore. And literally two minutes later, we pick JJJ. Not Jerry Jackson Jr., Jamie Jackass Jr. Uh, somehow I'm not shocked. Um, outside of Tyler Hero, uh, Pat Riley is known for favoring four year guys. Um, Jamie is uh, he's gonna come in right away and probably give us quality minutes because as it's different as a 22 year old coming into a win out situation rather than you being a 19 year old again I think you couldn't miss with Tyler he had a pure shot um, and he could create off the bounce as we saw for him in high school and he's still doing now he's averaged 20 points two seasons in a row uh Jamie is kind of of the Jimmy frame where he's 6'7", but he has a sturdy game in which I like his midi, I like his touch. Um, He isn't going to jump from the free throw line by any stretch of the imagination, but he looks like a solid defender. He's a very good rebounder for his size, by the way. He has a nose for the ball um, from what I'm seeing. Um, And we could get to the rest of the draft, but JJJ, yeah, yeah, it's to be seen. My brother, this is not UCLA. You stepping into Heat Nation. Uh, the the Eastern Conference banners is cute, but we like rings over here. We got three of them, and uh, we need some more, and we need support uh, from you uh, and from all your new teammates. Um, and I've seen that you, you know Jimmy Butler is uh, was your favorite player uh, even before you got drafted to us. So that'll be an interesting dynamic, um, bringing you into the fold. Uh, welcome to Heat Nation. We on your ass if you mess up. Um, so we go to the number one overall pick, in which we've we've been covering here at Real Hoops for a while. Uh, Victor Wembanyama, of course, that was the consensus. Um, 
crazy prospect. Um, and I'm on Twitter. I'm scrolling. I see Stephen A. Smith, who's literally my height. I'm six foot two, and I believe he's also six two. Maybe he shrunk to six one because he's all older gentleman. Uh, and he looks like a child. Um, I don't think we quite understand how large these gentlemen are. I've uh, came across a few NBA players again. Not a short guy by any stretch of the imagination. I'm six foot two. Uh, about a year ago, um, you know, from Broward. Uh, and I'm, I don't move around a lot, but I, I move around sometimes. You know what I'm saying? To do regular things like regular human beings. I'm going to go get gas at, at Wawa there. I don't want to say which Wawa, just for security purposes. Um, but I'm at a Wawa and I hop out of my car. You know, you know, everybody do to look up. Yeah, I'm on pump. It's 14. I look up to do pump 14 and then I look straight and here comes Bam out of bio and I look like a toddler. Bam out of bio was listed at 6'10. I felt like I was by his stomach. <laughs> so you can imagine a seven foot five guy, how he looks. I'm over here looking at him on Twitter with his suit and it's a joke, but he looks like two kids pretending to be adult, like the, what the rug rats used to do. He's just a massive human being. Uh, he went to the right franchise. Uh, they have two legendary bigs who's in the top 15, top 20. Tim Duncan is the best power forward ever. Um, and for sure, David Robinson is a top 10 center to ever take a breath. Um, and he has a lot of international guys to look to. Boris Diaw, Tony Parker, Manu Ginobili. Um, and he speaks English very well from what I saw in JJ's podcast. Um, another one is the Thompson Twins. They are super wholesome. Uh, really love both of them. Um, and Anasar. Um, and I'm looking at them. Uh, they played for the um, overtime. I love look some of your highlights there. Uh, real bouncy, athletic-like. Um, I think they'll both be serviceable vets in this league. Um, and they're the first set of, set of twins to go back-to-back. Uh, so, especially in the top five, I, I believe it was. First set of twins to go back-to-back in the top five. They are uh, uber-athletic and... Uh, just from seeing the interviews, they look like they have a good head on their shoulders. Not, you know, I didn't look too deep into it as far as their parents goes, but I'm pretty sure that's a large part to it. So kudos to the Thompson family for that huge W in the draft. And then we got the drama. We got the scoot in the Brandon Miller drama and saga, man. Uh, he got the poor Zingas vibe. What's the poor Zingas vibe? Go pull up Porzingis getting drafted by the New York Knicks. It was nothing but vitriol. I'm looking at the the Hornets and they just they're salivating over Scoot Henderson as he should. Boy, the Scoot Henderson has an NBA frame, uh, and he does not look his age from a body standpoint. He's taking very very good care of his body, um, and not only that, he looked like he got a dog in him. <laughs> if you want to see a dog, you go look up the highlights against Wimby. He's this is Wimby now. Wimby is not a cone by any stretch of the imagination. He may be skinny, but he's trying to sit down. He's not a seven foot five where you can put him in a pick and roll action and you run right by him. He's a mobile seven five. So you got Scoop bringing him back out of the dribble, 
and he's, you know what I'm saying, one dribble pull up or he one dribble has he and he at the rim and he's finishing at the rim at a proven shot blocker or Wimbayama with no fear. You need that on NBA team, especially he's going to be that guy. So they get Brandon Miller, a six for nine swing guy, can handle the rock, can shoot, can pass. But you know what comes with Brandon Miller. We don't got to say that. He's a black man. I don't want to get too deep in your past, brother. And we're not about to take this opportunity to take your past to bring it to your future. That's not what we're about to do. You win a league. Uh, hopefully, Melo gets gets healthy and you're able to play next to him and, and provide some of very much so needed assistance to that Charlotte Bobcat. Charlotte said Bar- Bobcat. Charlotte Hornets team. Um, and you playing for my man's Cole. So, like, this thing. I ain't grew up on Jordan. I grew up on Cole. <laughs> so you got to hope, man. Um, <clears throat> yeah, bro. Uh, we've yet to see. Uh, we have the number three going to Scoot instead of the two, which everybody wanted and needed Scoot to go number two because he's just, you can't, outside of Wimby, he's just a surefire. And this is a guard-heavy league, guard-oriented league. Um, so that it, dynamic is going to be interesting. And we're going to get to where he went later. But anyway, look, I don't know about you, but I like my hoops unfiltered, especially if it's about that Miami Heat. Heat Nation stand up here. If you do too, then tune in to Real Hoops. There's nothing better than hearing straight up unadulterated talk about ball and all the chaos that comes with it. You can go find Real Hoops on all podcast platforms. Go enjoy and run it up for your boy. You're... Let's get into the real world. All right, so we got Kobe Burfkin rubbing his mother's knee. And I'm, again, on Twitter. I got to stay up on stories. I got to laugh. I got to troll. Regular Twitter activities. You know what I'm saying? Follow me at Young Rilla. Follow at uh, Media Day underscore. Um, and stay posted on all the new episodes and material that we got going on. But yeah, I'm, at, I'm, I'm on Twitter. I'm scrolling. And I see this whole dynamic of <laughs> Kobe Burfkin. Buffkin, I'm sorry, I'm mispronouncing your name. I do apologize for butchering it. <sighs> and Twitter being Twitter is oversexual oversexualizing a son putting his hand on his mother's knee on the biggest night of his life. You know, since we're talking about real world, if you want to go back to the last episode, I'll take I'll let you take the time to do so. Let's give you a couple seconds. If you could go to the real world before. Yeah. So the society that we now live in is so hypersexualized. It's so as a kid, I've always heard that sex sells, but damn it, it's selling. You got OnlyFans girl everywhere you go. You know what I'm saying? Porn is as accessible as it's ever been. Um, to the fact that even a prominent NBA star, wink wink. Uh she got her she got her face tattered, by the way. The the, the porn star I'm talking about. She got her face tattered with this NBA player's whole name. But anyway, this hypersexualized society makes me sick to my stomach. Um, we could get personal and let's get personal. I don't have the greatest relationship with my mother, but 
I'll be damned if somebody tell me I have to love on my mother a certain way of how it looks because y'all are children because y'all in this hormone hypersexualized society can't help to think and, and sexualize something so simple. Wow. Uh, it's not a problem. It's only a problem if, I don't know, he's kissing his mother on the mouth at 19. That's kind of nuts. Other than that, bro, how you show your mother love is your business, partner, especially on the biggest night of your life where your family is now changing. There has been less than 5,000 people to ever touch a basketball court as an NBA player in the history of all mankind. So I'll be damned if I let a social media network tell me on how to love my mother. Kobe, congratulations for, and welcome to the NBA, brother. Uh, I hope you keep your head down. I hope you haven't been listening to the nonsense. Um, and unfortunately, this is your new reality uh, where <laughs> you have to watch what you do or else the social media. I can't believe I'm saying this. This is ridiculous. Y'all got to get a hold of it, man. Y'all won't, though. You know what I'm saying? It's just too prominent. It's everywhere. But y'all got to chill, bro. Y'all got to chill. Y'all got to chill. All right. So we're going to keep it short today. Um, free agency starts by next episode. Hopefully some major moves has happened. We got James Harden opting out. We got Middleton opting out. We got a lot of restricted free agents, such as uh, Austin Reeves, which I'll be covering all of that as far as the moves being made. But I am a Miami Heat spokesperson in this new media. You hear me? So real talk. Let's get into real talk. Ain't a lot of things that grinds my grinders in this lovely world that we live in today, besides the previous subject with the hypersexuality and a couple of other very minuscule things, because I don't know, man. I don't, I don't let a lot get to me. But what is grinding my gears and what is getting on my nerves is one Damian Lillard crying trade wolf. My brother, I'm tired of hearing the same sad story. You know, in the bubble, um, it was really glorified of what you said to Paul George and Pat Beverly when they were laughing at you at the sideline. And you said, you boys, this chumps, y'all running from the grind. And uh, last episode was called A Quarter Billy. Because uh, we keep hearing noise about you wanting to come down here and to play with Bab and Jimmy. And it sounds good. Until you have to walk into that front office and tell them what you want. And then I'm hearing reports of you saying you don't want a super team to win. And then I hear another report of you saying Draymond Green and Jeremy Grant would, would keep you happy. And then I'm hearing reports that Miami Heat and Brooklyn Nets would be the two, top two choices. And then I'm hearing reports of this. And then I'm hearing reports of that. And then you're getting on IG Live stating not stating anything. I'm so sorry. You ain't stated a damn thing. You just playing Welcome to Miami in the background. And here comes your agent playing better defense than you've probably played your whole career. No shot at you. I'm just saying your agent is doing a, a great job of playing defense. Stating it's a pure coincidence amidst all the rumors that Chris Haynes, who is a reliable source in this media, keeps reporting back and forth every day. I got to wake up to new Dame Lillard news. My brother... He got you a quarter billion dollars. <laughs> I hate to keep keep saying it. 
You made your bed. You can lay in it if you so choose to. But we got to start having a real conversation about Damian Lillard. Are you running from the grind by collecting your check and knowing that you will never, ever play a meaningful playoff game as currently constructed? Your best player right now is Jeremy Grant, who's a solid above average, could be fringe star depending on where he goes. Um, but he's not going to change your life. A Scoot Henderson, who's super young, who I just raved about, he's not going to make you an unbeatable franchise. This is the West we're talking about. Y'all have zero chance to make the playoffs as currently constructed. I hate to be the one to tell you because nobody in your circle is going to tell you. Or maybe they have, and now you've started to contemplate it at, um, and you're in your early 30s, brother. Those early turn into mids, the mids turn into later. I'm not sure how long you want to play in this league. But I'll let you know something. You ain't going to keep playing with Heat Nation. If you want to come here, we'll, we'll welcome you with open arms because we need a three-level score when it counts the most, and that's the playoffs. I'm looking at a Jimmy who looked gassed. And not only was he gassed, he got hurt in the second round and kept playing. Um, and the role players fell through at a perfect time. Uh, but if you come over here, there's expectations, brother. We're going to work. Even though we in Miami, we in Hollywood. But you got to stop this nonsense. You playing with real Heat fans. We just went to the final and got our heads stomped in five games. All we were missing is a three-level score and maybe one piece. And they don't have to be a huge piece. It could have been a role player away. And while our three-level score, who... Um, this is our second score, I believe, and a Tyler Hero was on the sidelines with a broken hand. We needed a three-level score. I've been stated that we need a three-level score in the playoffs, and you're that. You're Damian Lillard. You're one of the five best shooters to ever take a step on the court. You can pull up from 40 just like Curry. You can get high. You averaged 32 last season, my brother. We could get you over here how you average 25 to 28 points and we could get you to the Eastern Conference Finals. The Celtics? They just got rid of Marcus Smart, the heart and soul of that team. Porzingis strikes me with zero fear. That was a stupid trade. We have a Middleton who's potentially not coming back. We have a Philadelphia in which James Harden just opted out of his contract. And he may be leaving. We can go right back to the finals. But you're entertaining staying in Portland. For what? You could say it's loyal. You really can. And I wouldn't fault you. Because loyalty, as we can see, the team could trade you. This is Marcus Smart who dyed his hair green for a very sensitive reason that I'm. I just don't frankly have the time to go over it. Loyalty is rare in this league. You have a Jordan Poole who the Warriors just committed to and won a championship with, traded him for Chris Paul. You got to ask yourself, brother, are you going to be loyal and sit here and be 40 years old and looking at all your peers winning championships and are you going to be content being Damian Lillard was a great shooter who stayed true to Portland but won nothing or are you going to be Damian Lillard you know he gave Portland everything he had up until the end 
And then he, you know, came over to the Heat and won a couple banners. You'll never be forgotten then. You'll always be remembered as a Blazer, trust me. Just like LeBron will forever be remembered as a Cavalier, even though we have the two championships and he has a championship in Cleveland and a championship in L.A. Um, you ask him right now, you, you, he'll say he's a Cavalier. He gave his best years to Cleveland. 2018, Braun and 09, Braun have two different peaks, and I enjoy watching both of them. Damian Little, what are you going to choose to do? Because I will no longer be entertaining reports of you saying this and that. They drafted school. He's their point guard of the future. You've made it abundantly clear that you do not want to groom these young young players. You want to win now. Well, if you want to win now, that place is not in Portland. And so long as you choose to stay in Portland, you are now running from the ground. That'll be it for me today, ladies and gentlemen. I'm out. Free agency starting. Everybody who listening to this, if you want me to cover anything, at me on Twitter. It will be covered uh, at Media Den as well. Um, and we could put it as part of the topics. But I appreciate y'all signing off. Till next time.